Welcome to the People Priority Podcast, where we dig into topics that help you show up as your best self for you and your circle of influence. I'm your host, Julie Schneers, a teacher turned speaker, teen culture consultant, and leadership growth coach who loves people. Join me every week for conversations that will motivate, educate, and hopefully just inspire you to grow through the power of communication, connection, and confidence. Because you and your people, you're worth it. Here we are, episode two, the power of using a legacy lens. I'm so excited to talk to you today about creating a legacy lens that you can use to shine light into your life because it is something that was successful when I was a teacher with my students. It is some of my clients' favorite pieces of our coaching. It's one of my favorite things to do with teams. I think it changes your impact as a person and has the ability to change how your team works together because of who you all show up as if you take the time to do this as your team. So it can cross apply. It is a great thing to take to your team and kind of do. It's a great thing to do for yourself. It's a great thing to do because it bleeds out your circle of influence and the decisions that you make as an individual. All right, so what is a legacy lens? Let's just break it down. The legacy lens is the lens you look through as you think about how do I want to be remembered? Reality is, Good, bad, or ugly, we are all going to be remembered. If you were to walk out of a room right now, the people in that space have an opinion about you. If we were to move towns, change jobs, when our kids grow up, what we do right now is creating that legacy. Your circle of influence is impacted by the legacy you leave. So being intentional as an individual in the things that we spend our time on, in the ways that we interact, in the things that we say, yes, this is important, that makes a difference in how we live our lives. But it's very easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle and the box checking society that we become, the to-do list makers and the meeting to meeting and minute to minute people that even I am, that it's really important that we remember what is your legacy. I loved doing this as a teacher. So I just want to share that story. Just give you a little bit of reference. Imagine a room with tons of students that have been in competition with each other and against everyone in the state for something that they're really passionate about. Like this is us in our business world. This is us in our jobs and in the everyday life. These are the things that we have to do in order to succeed. But about January, I would hand every student in my class an index card and I would tell them, I wanna take a second and just talk about the legends of our team. Because remember, I was a speech and debate coach for 13 years in Texas. And I would share with them the students who are forever ingrained in my mind because of who they were and the legacy that they left behind because of the legends that they had become to our team. So I'd share stories about my first national champion. I would share stories about the girl who struggled for her first year in speech and debate, but then was a state UIL champion her senior year. I would share stories about competitions of all kinds, the kids who struggled with speaking when they walked into my room and then qualified for really incredible tournaments by their junior year, right? Like we had all these really cool competition and objective linked examples 
But then I would share examples about other types of legends that sometimes are more important than the competition. I would talk about the girl who would spend her weekends making sure that the new kids felt included. I would talk about the kid who would spend a little bit of class time every day to check on the kid that he thought was down. The kid who messed up really bad on my team and then came back and was one of the best leaders I had. I talked about these people that are ingrained in my brain and in my heart still that built our team to be as incredible as it is because building a team does not just happen because some are successful. It happens because of every single piece that is left by a different legend. Those heart pieces are as important as the success pieces. Anyway, we talked about all kinds. And then I would ask them to take their note card and write down how they wanted to be remembered. That if they could pick how I was going to remember them and what kind of legend they were going to be and what kind of legacy they were going to leave, how did they want to be remembered? And at the end of the year, I would hand back their cards. It was really neat to have a senior group that you handed back a card at graduation. But the best part is watching my classroom change after students turned in their legacy cards. Kids thought. They thought about, oh, I want to be remembered as kind, and I'm not real kind. What am I doing every single day that shows kindness? Matter of fact, I had one student who was very driven. She wanted to be competitive. She wanted to be incredible. She was. She really was cutthroat at certain points in her uh, speech and debate career. Her junior year, she wrote down, I want to be remembered as the one that new kids could come to. And I remember when she turned that card in, I thought, well, how is she going to make that magic happen? But she did. She started adding things to her plate every week that linked to a kid who was struggling. She put in extra time, extra motivation for the kids who needed it most. And by her senior year, those new kids and struggling kids felt completely comfortable going to this student and asking for help or encouragement. She was able to make a change because she claimed it and she created a plan and she followed through. Just switching that gear in our head and thinking through how do I want to be remembered can change our behavior. Just like if I want to be a triathlon runner, I'm going to need to do something different than sit on the couch and eat pizza every night. It takes an action plan of, okay, I want to be remembered as kind. What am I going to do every single day or week to show kindness, to bring kindness to this space? That's an important piece of being remembered in this legacy space that you want to be known as. But creating your legacy starts with your everyday decisions in the way that you speak, in the choices that you make, in the meetings that you take, in the time that you carve out to go sit with your people or carve out to go work out for yourself or carve out to go do something with your kids rather than take that one last meeting. You know your space better than anyone and only you know how you want to be remembered. So today, I kind of want to dig in. I want to dig into creating a legacy lens. I want to give you some thought-provoking questions and homework in case that's helpful because I have seen so much success with coaching clients and teams that I've come in and we've created their legacy statements 
And down the road, I like to do our leadership focus and your team focus because those are really impactful as well. But everything that we do starts with us. So before I can be a great leader, I need to decide who I am as a person. And before I can be a great team member, I have to know what I'm bringing to the team. So before you can worry about others, we have to start with you. So in the world of showing up as your best self, let's think about your legacy. How do you want to be remembered? What's really cool about the legacy lens is I have a coaching client who I think said it best when she said, now that I have kind of created my legacy lens, I am looking through that lens when I make decisions like, should I say yes to this board? Should I stop and take time to do X, Y, Z? Because reality is our legacy lens is bigger than just the to-do list for today. And it's really easy, like I said, to get caught up in the minute to minute. So big picture is what it helps us do. It helps us stay, think about our big picture so that we can focus our energy and focus our time and focus, just prioritize and be intentional in ways that are actually really important to us so that we don't look back one day and go, shoot, that's not how I want to be remembered. All right. So in creating a legacy lens, first things first, think about words you want to represent you. I would say write down around three to five. If you have to write down six, seven, eight, whatever, we'll get to that. Start with writing down what's really important to you. What represents you? What do you want to be known for? What are your strengths? Some things that I've, and please don't like steal these or use them just because you can't think of anything else. Spend some time on yours. But I want to give you some examples because I think that's helpful. Relationships. That's one that I wrote because relationships are really important to me. I had a client write nurturing, community. I had a client write integrity, doing what's right, encouraging others, putting God first, putting family first, being impactful in my space. Being a good XYZ, you can really put anything, just write down words that you want to represent you, things that you're proud of, things that you want to be known for. And after you write down those words, I would ask you to kind of think about how do you bring those to life? Because sometimes you can find that to be a good communicator. Well, to be a good communicator, what does that look like? Sometimes those pillars of how we create what we're going to do to bring that to life does link to some of your other words. And sometimes some of your words link, like be impactful and be inspirational. Those are the same. Um, so you can kind of pick one. You have opportunity to expand on it later. So I would say just look at your words and really decide which five are most important to you. Okay, from that five, really narrow down what does that look like? For example, I had a client that wrote down harmony. I want to bring harmony to the spaces that I'm in. I am a person that was good at, at bringing people together. I don't do drama. I want peace. So she kind of describes, right? Like, what does that mean to her? So that's a good way to go about it. What does it mean to you to be a nurturer? Okay, I'm a nurturer to who? My children, other children that need me. Sometimes that description kind of helps really flesh out what does that look like or feel like or mean to you. So after you've started with the words that describe you or who you want to be or values that you hold important or descriptive words that are important to you, 
The next thing you're going to do is, of course, think through, do any of those words link? Are there possibly legs to any of these words? Those are the first two pieces. And then you want to break down the statement that is your legacy statement. This is a statement you could kind of write on your wall. You don't have to do it that way, but I love doing it that way. I want there to be some strong pillars, like three to five strong pillars that I could pick out the words, like relationship-driven, nurturer, make an impact in the world around me. Okay, like maybe those are my three, whatever they are. But I love to take those pillars and create a statement that you could put on a wall. You'll be reminded of what your legacy is. You want the statement to feel like your personal mission, something you could really hold on to if you were having to mull over a tough decision. And then you break down, do a deeper dive and create a plan on how to bring that to life. Can I give you some action plans? Okay, so I'm gonna give you some framework in case it's helpful. Now listen, this is not a perfect system. There's nothing about this that can't be switched around or changed or just worded in a way that feeds your heart and mind a little bit better. But I find if I try to let people just word it on their own, you end up with 15 sentences and you can't come up with 15 sentences quickly when you're trying to make a tough decision. So I want to narrow it down and create a legacy lens that you could write on your wall or repeat back to yourself in a tough situation. Okay, so here's some framework that you could use. I want to be seen or known as someone who values or believes in blank and blank. That helps kind of point out your pillars. I want to blank and will blank. Okay, so that's pretty easy framework. I'll read it one more time. I want to be, you could say, seen as someone who believes in relationships or whatever, whatever and blank. And I want to nurture those around me or whatever, blank, and will stand up for what's right, blah, 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 whatever. You could truly switch things around, make it the way you want it to be, but give yourself some framework so you have a sentence so that you can call on it in a tough time, so that you can call on it when you're trying to say yes or no to another obligation. Does it fit your legacy? Does it feed your heart? Okay, so I'm gonna give you an example of my legacy. So I wrote down as my first few keywords, okay, what were those keywords for me in getting started? I wrote relationships, I wrote positive impact, I wrote whole heart. And then I, of course, I also wrote family, God, positive, self-care, helpful, impactful, hardworking, uh, full-hearted. So I wrote down a few different words and then I kind of narrowed it to my three. These words, they define me, they're buzzwords, they're values of mine, they're important to me. And so those are kind of just the way that I pulled those words out of my heart. But when I went to the drawing board and I said, okay, if I'm going to narrow it to three, what does that, what does that look like to me? So I chose relationships, positive impact and whole heart. Okay. And then I did a deep dive and I dug into, okay, what does that word mean to me? And then that's when I took those other words that I knew I needed to use because they were close to my heart and kind of just defined what that means to me. So I defined relationships as family, God, friendships in a relationship with myself, self-care in what does that mean for me? That might mean giving time, service, or just love. So relationships is a big open space, family, God, friendship, myself, and I'm giving time, service, and or love, but that is relationships to me in a pot. And then the second pillar is positive impact. What does that mean to me? That meant 
be a light in every space that I'm in. Like, try really hard to just be a positive light. That meant making a difference. That meant helping others. That meant stretching where my world is. Like I wanted my impact to not just be me in my room. I wanted it to be a place that could keep growing so that I can make a positive impact outside of myself. And then the third pillar for me was whole heart because that meant for me, hardworking, dedication, willing to push ahead, following my heart, no halfway doing things. Uh, but those three words were my pillars, relationships, positive impact, and whole heart. And that's what that meant. So when I sat down and I played with the words to make a statement out of it, to be that legacy lens that I could look through, I wrote, I want to be known as someone who values relationships with the people in my circle, wants to make a positive impact in the world, and will put my whole heart into all I do. That's my legacy statement. So when I am making decisions, I want to remember to look at those relationships. I want to remember to think through, is this making a positive impact? And am I putting my whole heart into this? That's my legacy lens, at least for now. And I'm proud of those words and the person that I'm fighting to be because of those words. I am trying and being intentional and prioritizing to be this person who leaves this kind of legacy behind. So back to the question, how do you want to be remembered? We're all going to be remembered, good, bad, and ugly. But the question is, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your legacy to be? So our challenge for this week is to think about your words. What are the pillars of who you are and how you want to be remembered? What are those words? That's the challenge for this week. And I hope that this gives you some ideas and at least encourages you to be intentional in the decisions that we make and the way that we show up because how we show up every day for ourselves, for the people in our home, for the people at work, for the people in the organizations that we're a part of, just your circle of influence, right? It matters. So be intentional. Show up as your best self. And for the love of all things good and holy, try really hard to not let the to-do list overwhelm you and the minute-to-minute -minute planning overtake the beautiful pieces of who you are. It's hard to do. You're going to have to be intentional. And I hope this legacy lens at least helps you start to be intentional in remembering how important it is to be proud of who you are every single day with the decisions you make and how you show up. And on that, I want to share a quote that I love. It's another Maya Angelou quote. I swear I have other people that I love, but she fits so perfectly with this episode that I had to share this quote. She says, if you're going to live, leave a legacy. Make a mark on the world that can't be erased. All right. I hope this week you leave a really incredible mark by living out your legacy. See you next week. Thanks for listening and being my people. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, hook me up with a five-star review wherever you're listening right now. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to the People Priority Podcast. They don't miss out on more tips, tricks, and important reminders. All right, I'll see you next week.